BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I cannot tell you how much I've been into skincare lately. Oh my God, me too. Especially with turning 28, almost 29. I know I've got to step it up. Just tell me I'm 30, Remy. No, no, no. (laughs) I'm speaking from my own personal experience. I've got to step it up. I used to not, oh my God, this is so bad. I used to like not really moisturize my skin. I used to just, you know, do the bare minimum and that's fine. But I can just tell with like the weather changing, getting older, my skin is getting a lot more dry. I have to incorporate an eye cream. I have to do a lot more now than I used to have to do. And that's okay. That's a part of just getting older. No, seriously, it's the same for me, my skin. I just never cared about it. Everyone would tell me, you need to take care of your skin better. Make sure you're using better products, clean products, et cetera, et cetera. And I did not, like I heard them. I didn't hear them until uh, I needed to, because I noticed my skin changed drastically, probably within even just this past year. Mm -hmm. But at least we're on it now before it's too late. I do have to say that. I'm proud of us for that. Okay. Well, whether you guys are in the same boat as Leisha and I, and you're getting older and you're trying to invest in good skincare and just take care of your skin, or if you're just a skincare junkie and you want to try some new products, you have to check out Oak Essentials. If you guys haven't heard of Oak Essentials, it's actually behind the same team as Jenny Kane, which we love Jenny Kane here at PB. We love their sweaters. I love Jenny Kane Home. Everything that they come out with is so great. And Oak Essentials is amazing because they basically just give you healthy, glowing skin with nice hydration. And it just gives your skin a gorgeous, dewy glow. If I had to recommend one thing, I think it would probably be the Moisture Rich Balm, especially with the, the weather changing. I Like I said, I used to only have oily skin and now I definitely have combo. And sometimes... I got dry skin. I know. Well, I've never with struggled. The weather, yes. I've never struggled with dry skin before. So it's a whole new thing for me. So adding like a really rich moisturizing balm has been like the biggest game changer. Something that I've been really trying to focus on is just my skin texture, my hyperpigmentation. This year, I've been really trying to focus on just my skin overall. And I'm feeling so much more comfortable in my skin with all the steps that I'm taking. And with that also, I'm wearing less makeup, which is really awesome. So I agree. The Moisture Rich Balm is great for days where I'm not wearing as much makeup and I'm letting my real skin shine through and I'm just feeling so much more confident in my skin. Also, if you guys know me, you know that I love a lip balm. I have like 50 in my bag at one time. And the Oak Essentials Conditioning Lip Balm is absolutely fantastic. It's super great. It's antioxidant packed and it nourishes and plumps lips. It's really great because the conditioning lip balm is made with shea butter, safflower seed oil, and argan oil. So your lips are nice and moisturized in the cold weather and they're kissable for under the mistletoe. I was literally (laughs) going to say kissable. So this holiday season, get yourself or someone you love Oak Essentials. It's our go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. 
our followers get 15% off their first order when they use code PRETTYBASIC at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com promo code PRETTYBASIC. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. I'm your co-host, Remy Cruz. And I'm your other co-host, Alicia Marie. And we have a guest today here in the studio. And this is not just any regular guest. No, I mean, you guys love when we have friends on the pod. I feel like, honestly, those are sometimes even more loved than like fellow creators (laughs) in the community. Which we love the creators. We love creators. creators. We support creators. But you guys love... (laughs) I just pictured shirts. We support creators. We support creators. (laughs) But I mean... We've been wanting to get this special guest on the pod for so long. And I mean, if you watch our vlogs, if you watch our Instagram for a long time, you might be wondering, like, who is that man? Where did he come from? Is he dating Alicia? What is happening? And today we're going to talk about those rumors and we're going to put them to bed. We are joined by the one, the only Ryan Murphy. Hello. AKA Murphy. Yay. I mean, like I call you, I don't really call you Ryan. I call you Murph. No. Everyone calls you Murph. When I hear someone, Ollie usually calls you Ryan. So when, anytime I hear someone say Ryan, I'm like, who Who the hell who is, is that? Ryan? I know. I'm like, I don't know a Ryan. All I know is a Murph. Yes. Like you are Murph to me. Yes. Yeah. Everyone from childhood calls me Murph yeah. because there was so many Ryans in our grade yeah. that I was just like, okay, well, I'm Murph. I have a dog name now. And... <laughs> I've never thought that, but now I'm only yeah, gonna I think either. that. Yeah, so now like people in adult life call me Ryan, but I love Murph. You're like at work, do people call you Ryan? Yes. You're like, ew. Yeah. Stop. I'm like, hello, it's Murph. Then you're you. like, fucking Ryan, answer <laughs> that. <Yeah. laughs> Can Ryan just fucking answer? Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. We've been wanting to have you on for so long, and we're so glad we were able to make it happen today. I am so honored to be here. This feels like the pretty basic multiverse. It is unlocking a new character. Because you're in our vlogs, but obviously you two have a huge history, which mm-hmm. I think most people don't even know about, even if they are avid watchers of the vlogs. Then there's like, this, like we have similar friend circles. And I, it, I'm i just, I literally the number one question I get with you is, are you dating Alicia? <laughs> oh my God. My comments, whenever I post a picture with Alicia or Remy, well, before Remy was with Cal, was, are you dating Alicia or Remy? Are you dating Alicia or Remy? I'm like, baby, I'm gay. <laughs> take that long. like just yeah. go to my profile yeah i'm like i'm literally wearing a speedo in 95 percent of these but like honored to think i'm straight passing I, I i you know what i think it's sweet and i'm just so excited to i mean we have you and i have so much history i was telling my vlog this morning when i was talking about you coming on i think you're my oldest friend in my life like at, as close as I am in proximity to like everybody else in my life. 100%. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I've known you for literally 20 years yeah. like since we were eight years old. Is it 20 years? Yeah. Oh my God. It is 20 Isn't years. Isn't that crazy? We're almost on 21. <gasps> yes. Okay. So if anybody didn't know, yeah, because you do just like pop up in the vlogs and we're like, Murph's here. Murph and I go way, way back. We uh, were in the same second grade class, but we started going to ele- elementary school together in first grade. And we were in the same second grade class, the same third grade class. Did we do any more after that? I had Mr. Detling in fourth grade. Ooh. Rough. I, Rough. I had Miss Morrissey. <laughs> I hope that you, uh, he's listening. Uh, Mr. Detling, shout out. You were not nice. Shout, he was so mean. <laughs> he was. We love to just like sit and like chat about our, our past lives together. But yes, we were in elementary school together. Went to the same middle school. We got super, super close in high school. And the rest is history. Now we are BFFFFFs. Do you remember your first 
interaction with each other. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, maybe not first. I'm sure we like had so many, but like, what was your first like um, core memory? Core memory. Well, honestly, my first core memory of Remy was like correlated with her mom, Suze. Of course. She was <laughs> she our room mom uh-huh. in second grade. And I'll never forget it. We had a Hawaiian themed party uh-huh. and she brought in a snow cone machine, like a legit industrial <laughs> big ass metal snow cone machine <laughs> and was making snow cones. And I was like, oh, my God, this is Remy's mom. She's so lucky. <laughs> That's like core memory. The way that one. Murph brings that up at least like once a week also. Oh yeah. I think that's so sweet. She's going to love hearing that. Uh, Sue's shout out. You know, Huge Sue's shout the best. Out. That oh, was yeah. so true though. Like the kid who had the parent who helps the most and like went above and beyond for any class things was like the coolest kid. Cause you're like, that's your mom. So <laughs> she really was. She would always go above and beyond. She was always the room mom and she would throw the parties and she would go like above and beyond. I remember in third grade, she did a carnival themed party for us and did like games <laughs> oh. And we yeah. could win stuffed animals and yes. I didn't win, but like Nepo baby, I should have won. Hello. I was so, I, I cried. I remember crying. I went to the corner and cried and my mom came over and she was like, suck those tears back up and like, stop that right now. Just because I'm here, you're not going to get the toy. And I was like, <laughs> oh my like God, I shed, I remember like the sadness in my heart. I really do. Oh my um, God. I was being a brat though. And um, <laughs> Suze is the best, but yes, she would always go all out. She'd bring all the all the toys and things. My first core memory of you, I like. I remember where we were standing, Murph. I'm not Stop. even kidding. We were outside Miss Okamura's class. Shout out to Miss Okamura, our second yes, grade teacher. We love. She was. We were standing outside her classroom, and remember how like there was like a little stair that went up to the cafeteria. Of course. Yes. So we were. You were standing <laughs> facing the room, and I was facing you, and you were like Remy. I just learned this new phrase. I watched this new oh. movie. Like you have to. You have. I want to teach it to you. And I was like, okay. And he went, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> She's a nightmare, honestly. And I was like, oh, what is, what is he saying? And what is this accent? I had no idea. Oh my God. I had, you had just seen Harry Potter, obviously, for the first time. I, I didn't even watch Harry Potter until like 2020. So I. I've never heard this story. Oh That's my God. What? No, no, I have. It's like ingrained. It's truly like one of my first memories, like from my childhood. And I would go home and I'd tell my aunt and my mom all the time. I'd be like, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> and then when I finally watched the movies three years ago and they said it, I was like, oh, no, I literally remember that. I was obsessed with <laughs> Harry Potter and honestly, Hermione Granger and Ron was kind of talking shit on her in that scene. And I'm like, I'm totally not gay. I'm on team Ron, <laughs> not team Hermione. <laughs> but I literally remember saying that quote all the time. It was sick. I was obsessed. Oh you were obsessed. God. I like remember you just like running around, like saying it all the time. That's one of my core memories. And then obviously, you know, we stayed friends throughout all the years. And then at one point, I, you and I were getting close, Alicia and I, and I was like, you need to come meet my friend Murph. He's amazing. And we became like a little threesome. We really did. I think the year was like 2018, right? When you guys met. I think that's because also I remember, um, I mean, you and I were super close in high school because we were on ASB together, like student council. And we, yeah, (laughs) so I have so many good memories with you. Pitch Perfect was bonded us. My God, we were obsessed with Pitch Perfect when it came out. Like the (laughs) The first one. Yes, no, don't even get us started with the cup. Get us a cup right now. We, I bought the CD and I would drive around with Murph in my car for hours and we would just (laughs) scream the lyrics for hours I around our neighborhood. Then. I know. Oh my God. To have videos of that. I know. We invented carpool karaoke. We, That's no, right, like, James Corden. Actually, <laughs> we did. But 
after high school, we kind of drifted because we both went to college and like, you know, always had love, but didn't really talk much. And then I remember, I think it was like 2017. It was like towards the end of the year. So many people from high school would always be like, we should hang out, we should hang out. And I'd be like, yeah, we should hang out. But you know, like you never actually hang out. No, no one ever asked me that. <laughs> I would have asked you to hang out. You know, it was probably in your message request. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't see it. You just yeah, yeah. didn't see it. Just too many followers. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even see it. Got lost in the DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, a lot of people were like, we should hang out. But I remember specifically, you were like, oh my God, we should hang out. And I was like, yes, absolutely. I'm uh, dropping everything. We need to hang out. You came out to LA. I remember the day exactly. Me too. It was Vlogmas. We hadn't seen each other in Did years. Did you do soul cycle class? No, we went to brunch. We went to brunch. At Perch. Yes. And then we walked around downtown. Yes. We went to Clifton. Yes. And then we went and got ear piercings together. Oh my yeah. God, iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little memento. Seeing you in a vlog uh -huh. where you guys went to Soul Cycle. Uh -huh. And that was my first time seeing you or like like having like I was like who's that guy I don't know him but we we really just started hanging out honestly yeah well you and I were just becoming friends and he and I were just rekindling totally and then like that was the end of 2017 and then in 2018 like spring summer was when I got really close with you and I was like wait Murph is my party friend because we were like going you through it at the time oh, would marathon every weekend Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday yeah. it was literally yeah. like clockwork like I would finish work <laughs> I would drive from Orange County to Apex yeah Remy's old apartment building yeah. rest in peace and just unit 2803 yeah yes murph and i were both like going through going through it at the time metamorphosis we also you were like what at what year did you come out 2018 okay spring. was that the year okay yeah. okay okay so oh, he had just come out i remember that day because we were at um a hotel for my birthday <gasps> you stopped by and you freaked out and you're like oh my god my friend just came out to me and i was like do i know them and you're like oh no you don't you don't <laughs> sorry <know> murph <laughs> Not me outing him. No, no, no. I didn't know him. I didn't know him. I'm sorry, babe. Okay, okay, good. No, I was outing myself. I was outing myself my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. You truly. I was really happy you, for you. You didn't tell me. Like, you were like, oh, no, it's a different friend. You don't okay, okay. You don't you, she never so heard of you yet. But I remember that was my correlation in the Soul Cycle thing. And then, um, but that was 2018 because that was for my birthday yes. in April. Oh, my God. Okay, so then you had just come out and I was like entering my first like dating era. And so we were out, we were going out every night. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every week. Literally. And we tore up the town. We did. And in that time also, then you guys started to become close because I was like, at this party friend, Murph, like we keep going out, like you should come with us and you would come out with us. And I thought I was such a grandma for only being able to do two nights. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, y'all are just psycho. No, we just like had a problem. <laughs> yeah. We were like, oh, we're so fun. We're so crazy. We're going out every single every night. Every night on benders. Yeah. Yeah. Like not drinking a little, like actually drinking a lot. No, like we have a lot of stories that we'll get into later on in this episode, but you two, do you remember the first time that I introduced you two? I remember you... It was when you had short blonde hair. Mm, was I crying? Honestly, I remember. <laughs> it was like it was like I think right before your like YouTube break. Oh my god, makes and, sense. So and tragic. so you had like short blonde hair, and you were like, I remember you being like really cool. You were wearing really cool clothes, and then I like went to look at your YouTube channel after Remy told me that you did YouTube, and I was like, wait, <laughs> she's like literally going back to school. <laughs> And I was like, wait, this is so crazy because like I would watch the I watched a video and I was like, hold on, wait a minute, love. That is not the girl that I just met. Read me to 
Don't read me to fuck Like that's not what I thought he was gonna say. Oh my god. I was gonna be like, oh my god, everyone always says that like they check her channel and they're like, oh my god, she has so many followers, she was so nice. But you <laughs> you went a different back. way. No, I love I've never heard this side, so I'm living right now. No, it was amazing. I was like, wait, the duality of this person is like legendary. It's like honestly kind of like frightening and also so impressive. Oh my god. Oh yeah. The duality of it all. For real, for real. <laughs> oh my god. Hannah Montana boots, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too like when we'd go out and we're like all black and yeah. like, I have like a smoky eye and like chic bob like no, it she, wasn't she, chic it was it a fuck ass bob, ass bob. <laughs> are you calling me bob <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm crying oh my god <laughs> what was your first impression of Murph I just remember you being so fun yeah. I was like I'm to be friends yeah. <laughs> like, what did truly. we do though I remember we did something like we went out in the daytime mm. well no no no, no. Oh, 4th of July. That was like our first. Yes. Real, in the, right. I don't remember. Oh, I remember going out for 4th of July, but I didn't realize that was the first time. It, but it that was, wasn't the first, but it's my first core memory. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love that story because Oof. basically, again, so we were all like sad girl hours during this time. We were all just like going through it. And so um, it, we always like to say like we kind of like trauma bonded ourselves, honestly, because mm -hmm. uh, we were all just like, yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives. And we were all like just there for each other during that time. <laughs> and it was 4th of July. And at this time, like Murph and I were like really crazy and like, let's let's like take so many shots and just like black out and go, 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 go. And then Alicia, you were still in your era of being so devoted to YouTube, which not that you're not now, but like, you know, <laughs> I forget that this was ever a time in your life, but you were so devoted to like posting on the weekends that you would like, work all day, all through the night. Like we would be like, it's the 4th of July. Like, let's go out. Let's, let's have fun. And you'd be like, I have to get my video up. Like, I, know. I remember you I were sitting at my up. table, like fiending to get your video up. And you were like making us wait till we go. Me back to school <laughs> shopping. Back to school <laughs> shopping. <laughs> like, let me get my haul up. <laughs> it's honestly probably one of my old composite notebooks. I was like, July, I got to get it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's early July. But I remember no, you. you know what? Hmm. I would have been taking a break then. So mm -hmm. that's probably why I had a lot of time. That is why. No, she was on her computer. Yeah, we couldn't from, leave till she was done. I do remember that. You made I brunch at the apartment and we that. went up to the roof. Yeah. Because I took a break from May to August. You were on your computer doing something. Oh, wait. Oh, never mind. <laughs> was it the next year? No, that was... 2018. 2018. I don't know. You were vlogging though at that you're time. You're right. You're right. I still was vlogging. Mm. You were on your computer Sorry. and we were like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you were like, I have to get my vlog up. So we're just like sitting and waiting. Gaming. Remy and, and I then, are like drinking no, from her Tito's Well, that's why it was probably taking me forever because yeah. I had a, I'm trying to edit while I'm like tipsy. I'm like, hold on. The screen is starting <laughs> the to blur. The thumbnail looks different. <laughs> and then we eventually went out. We went out to the beach where I was ferociously chasing a man that did not want to be with me. Also, I don't even think he was in the area, right? No, probably not. So. I think I took us there like 30 minutes away just in case he happened to be there. And Alicia and I, we all went out. We got like, we're at a party, went to like some house parties yeah, or whatever. Shelby, Shelby and Monica, what was, what's her last name? Church. They invited us to a party oh in God. Manhattan Beach. I forgot they were there. That's why we Where were, was that, that nice house we went to? That was my friend Katrina's yeah. house. Oh. His friend's house. I was like, we went, I just remember being like, what the fuck is this mansion? We like yeah. ended up on a roof. And then at one point, like <laughs> Alicia Sorry, and I. Sorry, how you just mowed over it. We went, ended up on a roof. We did. We were like sitting on a roof. <laughs> I know, but it was just funny. We were just sitting on the roof and chatting. And then I remember at one point, Murph like left and we were like, what happened? Like, where'd he go? And Alicia and I were like so drunk sitting on the beach, like having a good girly heart to heart. Well, also around that time, I was dealing with different friendship, like drama and breakups and stuff and really figuring out like who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And 
one, I loved your guys' dynamics. I was like, where's Murph? You're like, oh, he's fine. And I was like, wow, I'm so used to having people who are like, who would be pissed at me if I left them for two seconds. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, this is so refreshing. <laughs> like seeing a dynamic where you're like, yeah, he's fine. He's probably somewhere. And I was like, wow. Meanwhile, I was definitely not fine. <laughs> No, you were. You were a little no, too fine, fine, babe. You yeah. were a little too I fine. I was living, but I should be under constant watch. Like, <laughs> you, you need a backpack leash. <laughs> Seriously, I need to be. You would cut it off. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> no. <laughs> but so I remember we're like on the beach and I know we talked about this on Pretty Basic probably when it first happened, but we definitely gave it like the PG version. I remember at one point we're so drunk. It's also only like 2 p.m. It was really yeah. early it was in the so day. Early in the day. Remy and I end up sitting on the beach, like on the sand, and we're just having heart to hearts. And that was the thing. We'd always like get drunk and have heart to hearts. And I'm crying. I'm like, I feel so, like super distant from my sister. I feel like we're fighting for the first time. Mia and I are like not close There's like a we lot used of stuff to be. Going like, on your life, I don't yeah. know who I am anymore. I just took a break on YouTube. And you're like, the guy's not here. <laughs> ever told I the taxi story fuck I, but okay. again i feel like we always said stuff with more pg and then we said we were with a friend it was murph okay so if you heard that episode forever ago it was murph but we're sitting <laughs> in the sand keep in mind <laughs> it's been hours since i've seen you yeah <laughs> you know and what? i took you guys to my friend's party yes. and then i left but we're never like none of us are ever mad about that and also like just please, just really quickly going back. This is Alicia's first core memory, meaning that like this was yeah. very early on to meeting you. No, yeah, literally. But like, we love it. So we're sitting, I'm sobbing, you're sobbing. We're, well, I don't know if you were, but I was sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh my God, wow. We're having such a breakthrough. Like, I'm so grateful for you being in my life right now. Like, it was just like such a like kismet moment of us Beautiful like, becoming moment. friends. Yeah. We're like, where the fuck is Murph? This is so classic. At this, at this exact <laughs> moment, it was like the heavens opened up <laughs> And we look to the water. We see Murph coming out of the water. Like Baywatch. Like, literal Baywatch. Yeah. Flipping his hair. Like, we're like, oh my Speedo. God. Speedo. Like truly living his best life. And it was a movie fucking moment. He comes up and says. I just hooked up with a guy in the ocean. Not hooked up. He said, I just fucked that guy in the ocean. <laughs> and we're like, yes. Literally. Anyways, with tears coming down my face, I'm like, yes. You're like, it's honestly so nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm like, I love that this is my core memory with you. I like vividly remember that too. That like I could put myself back on yes. the beach right by the volleyball players. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with the houses behind us. Oh my God. Oh, I yeah. love it. You're just like the most fun person. And that's what I love. Cause I also have had friendships in the past too. It felt very much like you needed to be attached to the hip all the time. And that's totally fine. But like, this was refreshing for me as well. Just like, we are always there for each other if we need each other, but like we can also like go off, have our own fun. And it's not like a, a big thing. Like you left me, you did this, you did that. Like we're just having a fun time. Totally. Even I mean, we can go weeks without talking to each other. And then you'll call me and be like, hey, can I come over? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like I love, I love that. I know. I love a low maintenance, like really close friendship. I think mm -hmm. it's like so underrated. Like you don't have to talk every single day, but yeah. like when you have the time to like catch up and like really just like update like them on everything. Like I don't call you guys unless it's like something major is going on and I like have like full on hour long conversations yes. with you oh, and then we're it. like okay we're caught up love it but also I have to say you are just like you make I know I'm speaking for I'm speaking for myself but I know I can speak for both of us that you make us feel so valued and supported all the time I tell you this all the time but like no one in my life checks in on me like you do like I literally we had dinner plans and then we had to move them last week and I was like oh my god no worries let's move it and then I was like oh it's honestly better because I had a doctor's appointment in the morning early whatever and then like you went out of your way next day to be like, 
hey, how was your doctor's appointment? Like no one does that. Mm -hmm. And like, and I know you'll just be driving and like think about us and like call us for something random or like anything like that. And we're so grateful to have you in our lives for not only like the fun times, but like truly you are such a great friend. Oh, you guys. (laughs) He's like, can I come on more? Yeah, (laughs) gas me up for real. (laughs) I'm a really good person. (laughs) And he's single. Yeah, very, very single. (laughs) Right there, that camera. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> to all my haters. <laughs> to, all my- <laughs> to all my haters watching at home, listening to the show. I absolutely cannot believe Thanksgiving is here. I don't know if it is because I am just getting older or if it's this specific year of 2023, but this year has gone by the fastest any year in my life has ever gone by. I don't know where we're having Thanksgiving this year with the fam. It's either going to be at our house, our house, because now Ashley lives with me again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or my parents' house. So we still need to figure out exactly where we want to have it. You're right. Your house, right? I don't know, actually. My family, we probably decide like the week before. We have Christmas sorted, but Thanksgiving is not (laughs) sorted yet. But um, I don't know. I would love to do my house. You guys know I love, love, love hosting. I got so excited yesterday because I was filming a video where I made cookies. I did uh, my Battle of the Recipes video where I had two cookie recipes and I opened up my oven and I have a giant roasting rack that I use for specifically turkeys, obviously. But whenever I make turkeys, I make like 15 to 20 pound turkeys because I love having leftovers for turkey sandwiches. See, I'm not a leftover Thanksgiving food person. (gasps) My favorite sandwich of all time is taking sourdough bread and toasting that and then putting on mayo, cranberry sauce, stuffing and turkey inside. Oh my God, it's so good. But I make like giant turkeys so that we can have leftovers. And I had to pull, because I have no other cabinet that will fit my giant roasting rack throughout the year. (laughs) I store it in the oven. So every time I have to turn it on, I have to take it out. And I got so excited yesterday when I took it out because it is turkey season. I finally get to make my world famous cruise Like my family goes crazy for my turkey and it's like so fulfilling and exciting and I'm so excited to make it. I recently posted a video that I don't love Thanksgiving food and I know people are going to come for me, but I did feel very heard because a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people agreed with me. They're like, I don't love it either. But I actually want to go full force this year and find recipes and decorate. (gasps) Really? Yes, because I'm aware like growing up, we would go to like an extended family house and it was just very bland. Like, I wish I grew up in the cruise residence for me. You don't understand. Well, you're always invited to my family. I know what I, I can't. They can come. We should do it. <laughs> Imagine my, I come. My mom would love. Seriously. Wait, my family would love. Wait, we should do that. Actually, like, this is my open invitation to you. I'm not even kidding. Wait, they would literally That'd love. That'd be really sweet. Okay. Well, my mom, like she goes all out. She's made like all of the most iconic, like, Thanksgiving recipe since I was a kid. I'm not a sweet potato girl, but she does the sweet potatoes with like the marshmallows mm-hmm. on top, green bean casserole, cream corn, the turkey, which obviously is now my thing, the cranberry sauce. I actually, my aunt and uncle, well, my uncle's from Sweden. And so we do lingonberries instead oh. of cranberries, which is like a Swedish, it's so good. Maybe a Scandinavian berry, so good. You would love it. Did you love your jam? So I'm gonna come over. <laughs> You're like, mom, dad, I have to go to the bathroom. No, literally. I even feel like just recently we got just extra appliances and things that can help make those types of meals, you know, like mixers and all like all of that stuff. Just growing up, we never really had it. So I feel like that also went into consideration of why I hated helping out making the food because it was just like so much work. It's like a lot of multitasking. That's Mm -hmm. the big thing. And like also when you only have one oven and having to do everything. Timing everything. Oh, it's an art form, truly. I will say I set a mean dinner table. Oh, I believe that. That also is an art (laughs) form. That was 
Favorite plates and silverware. (laughs) I mean, not only do I love Thanksgiving food and the family aspect of it all and the cooking, obviously. I mean, I love the idea of, you know, shopping after Black Friday. Mm -hmm. I love going Black Friday shopping. And overall, if you guys are, you know, throwing a Thanksgiving dinner this year, maybe you're hosting for the first time ever, or maybe you're just bringing a dish to your family Thanksgiving dinner. Macy's has you covered. I genuinely grew up going to Macy's home and Macy's with my mom and especially the home store because my mom is just like me. Like we love cooking. We love the appliances. We love everything. Like we need every tool possible to make a dish. And so she loves Macy's because they have literally everything you could want from like, you know, my giant turkey roasting pan to a pie dish to make pumpkin pie, apple pie, all the delicious fall autumnal pie, the peeler. Yeah. The apple core Uh peeler thing. If you need like truly every appliance there, you need an air fryer, you know, maybe you only have one oven, but you got to do other things. My mom is a queen with the toaster oven. She's Mm -hmm. got like two toaster, three toaster ovens going with her oven. Like you can get all your appliances handled. And they also obviously have home decor. So if you want to make your place all nice and cozy with the candles, leafy patterns, cozy knit throws, maybe some table runners, silverware. I actually really need to get like new dining wear, like nice yeah. plates and things. I got a little roasted after I did our Korean barbecue night because people were like, Remy, you need, you can't have like these nice dinners and be serving <laughs> food on paper plates. So I need like a nice like serveware, dinnerware set, some nice silverware. Wait, we should go. I really do. I also think it'd be good for like uh, wedding gifts. Like mm-hmm. I maybe I'll put that on a registry from Macy's, but truly they've got you covered on all fronts. And you can also order with same day delivery powered by DoorDash or pick up in store or use curbside pickup which is awesome if you're a procrastinator like me. So head on over to Macy's.com slash Holiday Hub. So if you're not a cook like me, but you set a mean dinner table, you know, you have the (laughs) polished silverware and everything. Obviously, check out their decor stuff. I just love how you can go in to one place, get everything you need from outfits, shoes, decor, appliances, whatever you need. You go in, you go out, boom, you're done. A one-stop shop. One-stop shop. Then, you know, you have Thanksgiving and the next day you go Black Friday shopping. It's amazing. I will say, I don't love Thanksgiving food, but I love stuffing. Like if I had to pick one that I like, it's that. Regular sourdough, cornbread. What are you thinking? So I'm thinking the the box. Oh, the bag. <laughs> the boudin bag is pretty good. I got a Costco I, size one, a giant oh one. Oh my God. I do I really like, I need help when it comes to Thanksgiving meals. So I will watch all of the cooking with Remy. I did a Thanksgiving recipes. special. I know. Don't worry. I'll be watching my it. Spe- my, my mom's potato casserole that I've had since I was a kid with the cornflakes on top. Wait, you made that one time. It was so, like that. I never grew up with that. Really? Sometimes I'm like, wow, my poor child. I'm, Wait, kidding. So I'm like, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What did you have for Thanksgiving dinner? Stuffing that was very bland. <laughs> Some mushroom casserole. I, I hated it, but I was no young. Turkeys? Did you we do- had turkeys, but it was so dry. Mm, yeah. And I'm not a big gravy person. The mashed potatoes were also kind of dry. I would actually love to watch you do my cooking with Remy turkey recipe because I, I kid you not, it's the best turkey I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that because it's my recipe. Like I brought it to my aunt last Thanksgiving and she would not stop talking about it and was so excited for Christmas. And then at Christmas, I overcooked it a little bit. because oh, you're distracted. so nervous. I know. <laughs> the pressure was on and I was so embarrassed. So this year, I've got to nail it. Well, what's funny is Ollie always says he loves, you know, Ollie obviously goes with you for the holidays and stuff usually. And I, I said, I'm like, you're welcome to come to mine, but you won't want to. He was like, you never invite me. I go, no, no, no. If we're comparing the McDonald Thanksgiving versus the cruise, you do not want to be. There. It's all Sue's. We really got to give Sue's her props. Yeah, we love you, Sue's. 
Love you too, mom. I know you're. I know yeah, you're love listening. you, Chris. Love all moms. Love all. We love moms. We love moms. Whatever you're doing for this Thanksgiving and you need to prep, they have you covered. You guys can go over to Macy's.com. Speaking of Sue's and my aunt, we just talked about them for Thanksgiving, obviously. They are obsessed with Rakuten. The way that I've been put in so many group chats to see the deals they're getting and how much money they're getting back through Rakuten. I'm not even kidding. They are my Rakuten influencers. They love it so much. When I found out that we got to do an ad read for Rakuten, like I immediately texted them. They're so jealous. If you guys don't know what Rakuten is, it's the most rewarding way to shop and save because basically you can earn cash back on everything that you buy. And it's so incredibly easy. They have 4,200 stores across every category from beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets, everything you can think of. Stores from like Sephora to Macy's, Ulta, Nike, Adidas, Petco, eBay. The list goes on and on. That's the thing with Rakuten. Over the years, there's been sites that say you get money back and you hardly get anything. And then the only stores available are like ones you don't even shop at. These are the best stores. You're already shopping at these places. So you might as well get some cash back. Seriously, you guys, like it does not make sense to me how Rakuten works. Like I really can't even wrap my head around it. I actually just used it recently because I was buying a gift for my friend for her birthday and the Sephora sale is going on right now. So mm-hmm. I was like, I want to find something nice at Sephora for them because it's all on sale. I, nothing tastes better than a deal. <laughs> and might as well go through Rakuten on top of that. So you basically go to the Rakuten site and then you can go from there, pick whatever website you're going to shop on that you normally would shop on. So for instance, I was going to Sephora. I go to Sephora through there. I buy my friend's birthday gift as I already was going to. I got her a Dyson Airwrap. And then from there, I get more, not only do I save because it's a sale on Sephora, I also got cash back just for shopping through Rakuten. Like it truly does not make sense to me, but I'm going to keep doing it. Well, it kind of makes sense to me because once you sign up, they get me. I'm a shop. Like I will buy like any email. Boom. I'm there. I'm there because you save so much money. So it's girl math. It is. No, it literally is girl math. math, Rakuten is girl math. No, it is. If we haven't convinced you enough, Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. You can be part of that. Also, their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. That's insane. Obviously, the holidays are coming around. We're going to start all having to buy, you know, lots of gifts for people. And, you know, the holidays can get very expensive. And if you want to do your shopping online, you might as well do it through Rakuten because you can basically stack holiday sales on top of cash back to maximize your savings, just like I did with Sephora. If you're going to, you know, maybe you want to go shop on Macy's and buy your parents and your siblings things, you might as well go through Rakuten, save money and stack the holiday deals. Start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. We thought today would be fun. Obviously, we were already went into some stories, but we also thought it'd be fun to just like talk about all of our fun stories through the years because we have so many, like us three and then our friend Aaron Rhodes, who oh, we miss so listening. much. He's listening. Oh my love God. You. Uber, we love you. Like us four, again, like those, we really have only, like I really think about it. I've only spent like maybe like two weeks in total, like 14 days with Aaron Rhodes in my life, but like he is genuinely one of my closest friends, truly. And we really don't talk, but like, I love him just because of like those years we spent together and the the stories that we have together. Oh my God. One of my favorite like memories of us is when we were in Ohio. Oh Oh God. And Rem like like, meets up with this guy. She ends up going home with Mm -hmm. him. Okay. And it was my first, like, we were close, but we weren't super close yet. No, we, it's our first trip together. It that was, was our like first our first real trip. Yeah. Yes. To and then, Columbus, Ohio. And we went to Ohio because that's where I'm pointing to Uran because Uran's yeah. over there. Uran lived there and we would go out and just see him. And bopped. And then I remember it was me, 
me, you, Ty, and Uran, and we were at White Castle. Oh God, at I like three a.m. Yeah, and, and I was like, and then all of you, like all three of you, like are like copy paste of each other, like blonde, <laughs> like tall, tall blondes, and then there's me, and I just remember, never, I don't fucking know where I'm going with this. Aww. Oh my God, oh my God. Um, did you have a story for it? I was just oh oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say I love to get love getting high with. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why did I bring up White Castle? And I was like, oh, it was just, it was just us getting high the whole time. Oh like my God. at White Castle? No, 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 no. But Before. by the time we got, yeah, yeah. By the oh. time we got home and you were gone. And that's the next morning you came at like 6, 6 a.m. in the morning. Drink my whole water. No, I need everyone. I know I've told this, I probably have told this story, but I had a fling in Ohio for a quick minute and I left the bar. He was with, hot, by the way. He, he was hot. We... I can't, I can't speak on that anymore. And oh, so yeah, no, <laughs> no, but I remember I, can. <laughs> I left, I left the bar and then I remember I woke up in the morning and I was like, I need to get back to my friends. And so I <laughs> called myself a car and I get, but there was no water in the house. Like the water must have been shut off. I was not offered a lick of water. And I got in the Uber after the next morning, I drive back to Uran's place and I show up but it was like a, a gate, like a door code. Like you needed a door code to get in. And so I'm sitting outside. It's like actually 6 a.m. No one's awake. Uh-huh. And so I'm like banging on the door. No one will open up. I go around the side. It's like completely like gated around. I'm like shaking the gate. <laughs> I'm calling everybody. I'm dehydrated. There's no gas stations around. All I needed was this, a lick of water. I felt that. And I forget who eventually, I must've called Aaron like 20 times. He finally lets me in and I come up and I see both of you cuddling on like an air mattress. <laughs> that's twin. like a yeah. taco. That's like almost like, <laughs> yeah. like folded up around you guys. You're cuddling together. And I see a water, one water bottle on the, on the counter. And I just go, 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 go. And you wake up and you're like, my, that's my water. No, you know why? Because I remember being so dehydrated, <laughs> probably from the fucking White Castle and yeah. all the drinking. And I remember being like, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, I have that little bit of water that I was saving for the morning because uh-huh. it wasn't much. And uh-huh. then I hear you, but I was like, she probably needed it. <laughs> but I was like, damn, damn my, my water. water. So funny. I, I remember loved it. Also that night, we were out at some gay bar in Columbus, Ohio. And I put Ty on my back and then I put Aaron on my back Yes, and we're filming it. And I'm literally like holding them. We're like trying to take a picture. And then I literally just drop both of them off. They, I'm, they're like splat. I'm like, Ooh. no, it wasn't at the gay bar. It was outside on the concrete. Yes. We're outside UDF. U- yes. I always want to say UDA and I'm like, UDF. I know that's not it. UDF. Um, wasn't it like United Dairy Farms or something? Anybody yes. from the Midwest, you will know. We loved, it's like a convenience store, like, like a 7-Eleven, but we loved it. I mean, we're like, we need to go. <laughs> And we'd like do a little haul and get some like donuts and some bananas and things. But you drop them outside on the concrete. I remember that. Yeah. We just like would go and just have so much fun together. It was such a good time. I think we were only there for 48 hours. It was. Probably. And it was Vlogmas. Yeah. I remember I did a Trader Joe's haul. And we were like, fuck, we need footage. Like, let's go to the movie theater. Yes. Like, let's do Like, do these things. You guys. And then we'd end our vlog and then go out till like 4 a.m. You guys, when we got to Aaron's apartment for the first time, I'll never forget it. I was sitting on the perch. I'd never met Ty before. <laughs> Ty was coming over. Ty is Aaron's friend, by yes, the way. Yes, yes. And we were all like going to go and like go out. It was when we took all those photos by the Christmas tree before. Yes. We were like jumping. We were looking so normal. <laughs> I took the biggest bong rip of all time, <laughs> literally sitting in Aaron's window. I remember watching and you I was guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I literally blew it out. And then I like fell back on the air mattress. <laughs> and I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I'm so fucking high. <laughs> like immediately. Like immediately. immediately. And then Ty comes over and I'm like, 
Hey, nice to meet you. I swear I'm not always like this. It's just so funny because like the, even the thought that we did Vlogmas at that time, obviously then, I mean, we were all of age. I was like, what, 23 at yeah. that time? No, I was 25. Yeah, we yeah. were of age, but we just felt so like we couldn't share that part of our lives, which now obviously we feel more comfortable. We do not party like we used to, but like I, part of me wishes that we had because it would have been so funny. I have that. Oh, I, I vlogged in that trip. And I have that vlog that I've never shown or put up or anything. And we need to have a viewing party for oh, it. Do you remember I vlogged yes. at Top Golf and when yes. we went out? Yes. No, that was a different trip. Oh, oh yeah, no, I wasn't there. Weren't there. No, oh. it was a different trip. But no. I wish we had felt more comfortable to do so. Obviously, uh, it, it, it's probably for the better that we didn't. But I just love, <laughs> I love that we feel comfortable to talk about these stories now. Oh yeah. But I love it so much. Okay, I have one more party story to tell and then we'll get into some other fun topics. But this one's like, I, we talk about this all the time because it's so funny. This was in the era in which I was losing my phone left and right. And I this is when- exactly where this is going. I was, in my, I was in my heartbreak era because I was just going through it and I was- <laughs> going out and partying to try and get over somebody. And so I remember you came over one weekend and we're like, let's go out. So we went out to a bar and we went out to a bar in Venice, which is like, uh, you know, fun, cutesy, like beachy bar. And I had met someone else there for like a quick hot minute. And you and I would just like separate. We just like do our own thing and then we'd come back together. And I remember I met someone there and I was like talking to them for a little bit. And then oh. at one point I like stopped myself cause I was like, hmm. I should find Murph. I don't want to be here anymore. And I like looked down at my purse to find my phone and my phone. And oh my God, wait, this is what sparked you getting me the bracelet. This oh my God. <laughs> and so I looked to get my phone out of my purse and my phone had been stolen in the midst, which maybe I was hoodwinked. Maybe this, they, they had a whole plan. Like, oh, if I, if we distract this girl, we can steal her phone. Maybe not mm. sure. But all to say I had no phone and I was like, fuck. How am I going to get a hold of Murph? I remember And this I didn't know anybody's phone number except the guy that I was trying to get over and my mom. And so <laughs> not even mine. No, because no, I don't, I still don't know your number to this day. I guess day. I don't know yours either. I need to really sit down and remember. And so I like could not figure out what to do. I was like, how am I going to get home? How am I going to find Murph? I'll, I had no means of calling anybody. And they luckily had a pay phone in the bar. So I like ran over to the pay phone and I had to ask a girl for some money. My friend Joe, didn't you? Wasn't my friend Joe Kramer yes, there? but she wasn't there yet. Oh. But I, I asked some girl, I was like, can I have some some change for a call, please? <laughs> Wait, that, like that shouldn't be embarrassing, but it feels it embarrassing. so like, embarrassing. I would have been so like, like please, sir, can I, I have some more? Can I have some money, please? And so I like, uh, someone gave me like 75 cents. I'm actually pretty positive I called the guy that I was trying to get over and not my mom. No, that is the prime example of when you use any excuse to reach out. Like in your head, you're like, oh, I have to call him. Like he's the only person who could help. Yeah. When like in reality, it's like not. No, I could have called absolutely anybody else. Like, my mom would have absolutely driven out to get me. And so I remember, <laughs> I think I called him, but he didn't pick up. Thank God. Um, and I think <laughs> I was- Sorry, I was like, well, you saw you were calling. He didn't because the payphone. Oh. <laughs> Even then he probably like knew. He was like, somehow this is her. Leave me alone. And so, I remember I was like, the payphone was by the front door. I don't know where you are. I like looked everywhere in the bar. It was like a two story bar. So I was looking everywhere. I couldn't find you. And then finally, one of your friends walked in that yeah. I had met before previously. Cause we had also gone out with her another weekend. I was like, Joe, Oh my God, Joe. She's like, Hey, and she's there with a new, like a group of friends. I was like, I'm here with Murph, but I can't find him. And she was like, Oh my God, don't worry. Let's call him. So I call you. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, he must be so worried. <laughs> was this like an hour? <laughs> Probably been like 30 minutes. Yeah. I was 
like, he must be so worried where I am. He must be like, oh, gut-wrenchingly scared. And so I get you on the phone because Joe obviously had your number. And I'm like, Murph, Murph, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're like, oh my God. Okay, good. Like, thank God. Um, awesome. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go home. And you're like, perfect. I'm actually in an Uber on the way back to your place. Cause I thought like you'd go back home. And I was like, oh my God, no, like I'm on my way. Like I'll, I'll figure out a way home. And Joe was so nice. And she called me an Uber home. I remember this. And so we start, I start getting home, but I had no phone. So I just was sitting silently in the back of the Uber for 30 minutes <laughs> getting home. And then by the time I finally get home, I'm like, I run into my apartment. You know, you had to like log into your Apple ID to shut your phone phone oh, down and do all the things eyes half closed because I was still drunk I'm like trying to like cl- you know do everything I'm like waiting and waiting and I'm like you know he should be here before me <laughs> like he was on his way back but maybe there was traffic maybe you know it's fine maybe you got Whatever. food yeah yeah. yeah 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 I was like waiting I'm waiting I'm waiting and then finally after like maybe 20 minutes 30 minutes of waiting I'm like I hope he's okay. So I get back on my Apple ID and I'm texting him because I could text off my laptop. I'm like, Murph, Murph, like, where are you? Are you okay? And he like FaceTimes me and he, he's like at a, at a bar like, with like Britney blasting and like colored lights. And he's like, oh my God, like once I heard you're okay, I just rerouted to WeHo. Literally solo mission to WeHo. That is sick and twisted. That is sick and twisted. And I was like, so niche. No, that they, everyone gets it. Oh my like, God. That's amazing. Like, I love it. I think like have the best night. I really, truly think like, even if I hadn't called you, you would have figured out your way to get to WeHo that night. Like it, it, you, you went out with me to somehow get to WeHo it that was night destiny. and I loved it. And I think I woke up the next morning and you're on my couch and that was how the story went. And that tracks. And that tracks. And then after you got, gave me a, a bracelet with your phone number so that I would not forget. So you wouldn't call him. On so I would have to phone. call him again too. And also think yeah. about him. Think about this random guy getting like an unknown number. And then like that cost you 75 cents. What? Like, like him being like, Hmm. <laughs> what's so embarrassing is at the time I would have paid a lot more for that I would have paid a lot more to take up space in his head for a million five dollars let's go ten dollars let's go twenty dollars fifty three hundred for a night with Paul Rudd <laughs> anyways and that's one of my favorite stories oh my god we, all, we sound very messy it was a fun era of our lives it and really was now we seem to have our lives together a bit more but yeah. not quite no less tears <laughs> less hearts broken yes yeah we are happy And honestly, though, like to put it into perspective, like I was like very new to like being out. So I was like, I am going to go buck wild. Like I am 23 years old at the time. Like I'm going to be hot and sexy in West Hollywood. Like that was my only goal in life. Like I just wanted to be seen. (laughs) So I was like, oh, Remy's gone. Remy is with a boy. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to as you should I was so happy for you and I I would love to get into like your coming out story and if you want to talk about that at all oh totally because I remember I mean obviously we grew up together and I never thought never thought of anything until like obviously we got older in like high school and um I mean you didn't really date anybody in high school at all correct correct yes and then I remember we obviously like had a few years where we didn't talk and I always thought about you in college and just thought like oh my god I hope he's doing well I'd keep up with you on Instagram obviously and I remember that when we first when we finally met up like a few years later the day that we were walking around I was like in my head I was like oh I wonder I I didn't want to assume but I was like I wonder like how his love life is I wonder if he's into women, if he's into men, if he would, whatever. I'm, I'm a, a supportive of whatever he wants. And so I remember we were walking around. I was like, so like, are you dating anybody? And you're like, oh yeah, I actually just like broke up with this girl. I broke up with this girl that I was seeing and <laughs> like something. I remember you told me this very dramatic story about this girl that you were seeing and like all these things. And I was like, oh my God, like totally like whatever, whatever he's saying, I believe it. And then once we I'm finally, a liar. St- <laughs> once we started finally getting closer, I remember one night you were like, Remy, 
I have to come clean. <laughs> I was not dating that girl. And Never. I was like, okay, that's so fine. Wait, so did you, was that like a story you would tell people? Or? Oh, 100%. Oh my God. I was living a double life too, Alicia. Okay. <laughs> I, was also, I was also making back to school videos. <laughs> and my fuck ass My mom. back to school. <laughs> I really was. I really was. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Wait, no, that was so just a lie. Was that girl in on the lie? Did no. she know? Oh, she didn't know. Wait, was it a, like a person you knew? Yeah. <laughs> no, he had like a full. It was a full story, and I fully like was like, oh okay, like oh. that. That sounds real. Yeah. Oh, when you were saying this, I was assuming it was really a guy, but you just said it was a girl. No, oh. I didn't. I had never even dated a guy at this time. Like I oh was god. just like, what I would do is like I would go on like Grinder and like meet guys like from the time I was like eighteen to 22 before I came out and I would just like lie to them. I'd be like, yeah, my name is Kevin and I live in <laughs> Brentwood. And like, it was just a crazy. double life. Yeah. I was living a double life. And I think the reason that I didn't come out for a long time, because like literally everyone in my life since childhood knew that I was a flaming homosexual. <laughs> but again, no one wanted to assume. No, but like, I, I really was though. like, I remember we were talking about it in one of your vlogs and you're like, honestly, Murph, like I knew you were gay before I even knew what gay was. And I'm like, you're <laughs> it's, so real for that. But it's like, I never like th consciously thought about it. You know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't until like I got older and I was like, oh, you're okay. Like, He's a girly boy. Yeah, I, I, but like, we always just like clicked. We always had like the most fun like yeah. things in common and things like that. Yeah. Totally. Pitch perfect us in the car. Yeah, yeah, like, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like us fighting for Anna Kendrick's spot. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, I love it. I love it for the solo. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to assume, but I also like, and I never ever wanted to have a comp, like make you have a conversation that you like, that's not my place. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what, whenever, whatever your timing was, I wanted to respect that. Yeah. And honestly, like for any friends of friends that are, are like obviously gay, like that's like the most comfortable thing you can do for them is just like allow them to like do it on their terms. Like all of my friends were that way. Seriously. Like I'm so lucky and thankful. And my parents too, like everybody knew I was gay my whole life, but like nobody like pressured me or asked me or did anything, not even like boys in our high school. Like no one was really like mean to me or bullied me. And I think it's because I had all the hot girl friends, like my hot girl army. You was were there like, Murph me. was in the popular crew. Oh, I'm sure all the girls love oh, you too. There is no one that didn't like Murph in high school, truly. Like you were the most popular. I mean, he was prom king. Like he was the most popular of them all, <laughs> truly. So that was like my shield, I feel like, mm. from like boys that, because like high school boys can be mean, like, especially like when you're like very obviously gay. And so all of the girls would like protect me. Like, I'll never forget it. This boy was like rude to me one Call time. Out. Yeah. Like called me a faggot or something. <gasps> and I'm like, <gasps> and then literally this girl, Brittany Giacconi, who I went to homecoming with oh, my I freshman year. She's amazing. Literally cussed him out and like was so mean to him. And all of like the older girls were mean to him too after that. And then I think every boy was scared of me after that. Cause they were like, I'm like, get him girls. <laughs> I'm like sick of <laughs> But I love that. I'm glad that you had that experience. Totally. And what, I love that advice to friends of people. Also. What advice do you have for anyone who doesn't have such a supportive system? I think it's really hard. Like I can't even imagine, like I'm so lucky to like grow up in Southern California and like, I don't take that for granted at all. Like my parents are super accepting. Like all of my friends were very accepting. Like I had a super easy coming out story and like, being able to do it in such a like great way on my own terms is like, it makes me so happy. I feel like if you don't have a support system, you just have to know that there's people out there that will support you. Like if you feel like your world is really small and like 
everyone is judging you or like making you feel bad about being who you are, like just know that there's places you can go and people you'll meet that will like accept you and love you. And like your world, the world is way bigger than you think. Like you just have to think outside of like your small little town and wherever you grew up, like there's a place for you, honestly. So like, I'm lucky that I grew up in Southern California and it was amazing. But like, I just like know there's so many people out there that will love you and accept you. I think that was beautiful advice. That was so gorgeous. I also was thinking we recently just had Bretman Rock come on the pod and he was talking about his coming out story and how he actually like didn't even necessarily have to come out. Like he really didn't. He's never even like said other. He said he like jokes around with his mom. He's like, mom, I'm gay. But like he never like had to have like an announcement of any sort. And I even think of like Aaron Rhodes, who we keep talking about. But like he if you guys didn't know him and his brother, his twin brother uh, came out to both his dad, their dad and their mom. And it was filmed and it was like this beautiful moment. They went on the Ellen show oh because God, of yeah. it. I was actually just watching a TikTok that was like, do you remember how in the past, if someone had a viral moment, boom, Ellen show. And yeah. now it's like viral moment. Cool. Moving on. Yeah. But do you want to share a little bit about like your experience of coming out to like everybody around you and your parents? Yeah, I'll never forget it. So I, this is so embarrassing, but Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, like the new version with Anthony Porosky, like came out and I watched it and I was like, I had just graduated from college. I played college volleyball. So I was like super nervous to come out because I didn't want any of my teammates to feel weird about like changing in front of me in the locker room or like anything like that. Like not that they would have. It was just like an internal like fear. Like I was like, I'm with a bunch of men all the time. And like, a lot of them are handsome, but like, I don't want them to think like, oh my God, he's like looking at me weird. So I think that was like a major holdup for why I didn't come out until later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first person I came out to, it was on St. Patrick's Day in 2018. And I was, we were like drinking. My friend Jordan was in town and I was with my friend Rachel, who was like my best friend in college, still a really close friend of mine. Love Rachel. Yes. Shout out Rachel Flynn. And we were in line at Chipotle, like literally wasted. And I was like feeling so overwhelmed. Her and I were like fighting because I was like going through so much and we never fight. And she was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, we need to go to the bathroom. Like literally got out of line at Chipotle, like mid order. We go into the women's restroom and I'm like, I really have to tell you something. And it's like been driving me crazy. And she's literally looking at me smiling from ear to ear. And she's like, say it it. it out loud. And I was like, my future kids are going to have two dads. And she literally like hugged me and like picked me up. It was so, so sweet. And she's like, finally. (laughs) She's like, finally. It happened happened to me right in front of my face. So then I went on a like a literal coming out tour after that. I told my two friends (laughs) that I was with right after that at Chipotle. My little brother picked me up from their house in Irvine, Mm -hmm. drove me to our parents' house. I told him in the car. I told my dad and my stepmom. All on the same day? All on the same day. Are you at Chipotle, like going on the loudspeaker? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Jessica, your order's ready. Also, I am gay. Hello, I like boys. Um, Officially. Um, I'm so happy that Rachel had that reaction for you. And she's the sweetest girl ever. But like that... I feel like in a lot of situations that that first person Mm -hmm. that you tell can really dictate just like how you feel about coming out to other people. So I'm so glad that she was there and supportive. Totally. Yeah. She she set the tone. She set the tone. And then my dad was like, so happy. My dad is like this hyper masculine man. Like he's a high school basketball basketball coach. coach. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is just like all he, like he loves sports. He's like such a man. And I was like nervous to tell him, even though I knew he wasn't going to care in the slightest. Like, and when I told him it was so beautiful, he was like, Oh, but I'm so happy you finally told me like, I love you. You know, this doesn't change anything. Like, 
it, you're still my like son. I love you more than anything. Like you couldn't do anything that would like change that. And my stepmom was the same. They just like hugged me. And I was like drunk, like after like <laughs> drinking all day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then like literally went on a coming out tour. I remember I told Remy over the phone. She was like, uh, I called her and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Because I'm in LA. And she's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm actually staying at the Waldorf Astoria with this boy. Oh, that's right. And you're like, oh. <laughs> You're love like that. You're like, absolutely love that. Kaylee's here. And so we're just like bopping around LA. Um, that's literally how I told you. Aww. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And also Alicia and I keep saying like, obviously we're so close and we've gotten so close over the years, but we're also so happy to see you find this click in LA mm-hmm. surrounded by other fellow gays that you yes. guys, like, you guys just like have so much fun together. And I know like we love to be fun friends and party friends for you, but like watching you come into your own and like find your group of friends has been so exciting and we're just like so supportive of it. And it's been been so fun to watch you just like come into your own truly. Yeah. I feel like I've like this year found like this newfound independence and like I found this group of like queer gay people that have like really like taken me in and it's been so much fun. Like I was in a relationship for a long time and like I was young in those in that time and I feel like I missed out on a lot of like fun, like crazy experiences that a lot of gay people have, like in their early to mid twenties. And like, now I'm like making up for it full force. Like it's been so much fun. And (laughs) I just like love being by myself. Like I love being on my own. It's like, so it's been so fun. It really has. You've been thriving and it's been amazing. We like, we'll sit at home and be like, we're so happy for (laughs) her. We're just so happy. I mean, because you came out and then it was, what's so crazy is we were all at dinner with Aaron Rhodes right before he moved yes. to Ohio and Murph was showing us he's like I just met this guy like I, I um connected with this guy or matched with this guy like I think we're gonna I'm gonna go on a date or like he, I'm gonna go see him or whatever and I knew it you looked extra cute you had a yes. little sweater on you're like yeah I might go after this and I was like I knew we knew oh we knew yeah. we were like at dinner at seven I'm like yeah I'll probably go over there after this at like nine o'clock <laughs> fully being in West Hollywood I'm like yeah I'm just like gonna pop over to Malibu gonna, like, go over there <laughs> yeah. but I mean it's so funny because we all remember that conversation and then you went down to Malibu met this guy was in a relationship for five years and four years four years almost five yeah and um or was it four four like we I moved out of our house together on our four-year anniversary to the day that's right okay isn't that wild I forgot four years yeah and while those were like great years at the same time like yeah you you came out and immediately got into a long-term relationship your first relationship ever yeah and so you did a lot of learning and growing through that but like now being able to see you thrive as a single person has been so fun. I feel like you're finding a whole other side of yourself. Totally. Totally. And the relationship there was great in a lot of ways. It was like toxic in a lot of ways and it ended super dramatically. Um, but you know, like I feel like I've come out of it now and it's like, I'm like seeing the world so differently. And like, I thought my life was going to be one thing. And then like when it ended, it completely changed. And I was like, so scared at first, but then now I'm like, wait, this is amazing. Like life is so fun now. Like, and like, again, this newfound independence where like, I'm just doing things for myself now and not having to consider anyone else has just been like so great for me. All right, this next ad honestly needs no introduction because if you follow me or Remy on any other social media platform, you know, we are obsessed with our skims. I'm literally wearing my bralette currently. I'll flash you a little bit. Want to see? Oh, <laughs> the lift on that. It's amazing. It's the scoop bralette. I love it. I often wear the triangle ones, which I really like. But at the same time, with big boobs, one sneeze, boom, boob out. This is nice because <laughs> they stay in. No, I'm a huge fan of the scoop bralette. It 
makes it look like I have a push-up bra on, but it feels like a bra. Like I'm wearing nothing. Yes. No, I know. I mean, we love Skims so much. I literally just bought Cal some new t-shirts because the Skims men's fashion drop. And I mean, I bought them for him and I'm also going to be wearing them myself because nothing's better than wearing like your boyfriend's clothes, but their collections are just amazing. And if you guys live under a rock and you don't know Skims, they are creating the next generation of underwear for everybody. Their collections are amazing. I really love the Fits Everybody one. I'm wearing the underwear right now. I would flash you, but I'm not gonna. We make a perfect set. We do, look at <laughs> us. My goal in life is to replace all of my underwear with skims. It just feels like second skin and there's no panty lines. It's so comfortable. It's breathable. Working out in the gym and like be, wearing leggings, leggings yeah. and not being, like I just, it's fine. If you want to rock the underwear lines, I hate underwear lines more than anything. I and was gonna say that, yeah. I love working out in this the fits everybody's thongs. I just got the thongs. The thongs are I, amazing. I, there's nothing wrong with underwear lines, but I don't know why when I have them, I get like so insecure. Like they're literally, everyone wears underwear. It's fine. It's not a big deal, but I do. I prefer a thong. I'm mm -hmm. a thong girly and they are so smooth and stretchy. I don't know what they put in that material, but basically it like stretches to like double its size. It's honestly very innovative and grim. Like it truly has changed my life. And it's crazy. It like never loses its shape. Obviously all of our bodies are always fluctuating when we are menstruating, if we just ate, you know, we're bloated, whatever it is. And I always feel so comfortable and they always just like snap right back into place. And I also love that it's super lightweight and it just like molds to your body. Mm -hmm. Also, it's available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. And that is on inclusivity. So believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody Collection and more perfect fit essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Select podcast in the survey and be sure to select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. In case you forgot, this is pretty basic. You know what's become one of my best friends? Hmm. Drizzly. You love Drizzly. I love Drizzly. I know you do. You're the one who technically introduced it to me for the first time. <gasps> Did I? And you know what's bad? And I don't, honestly, I stand by this for myself. I don't care. I don't care if it feels lazy because it's not. You know what it's doing? It's saving me time. There's times where I'm like, Alicia, I could run to the store right now and go like pick up a bottle because I'm a procrastinator, even though I could take time to run to the store and grab, you know, a bottle of alcohol or something. Why do that when I can just Drizzly it? It gets delivered to my door. And because like I said, I'm a procrastinator. That means I didn't clean my house in time before people are coming over <laughs> so I can multitask. And in a way, it's like I'm saving time. It just makes more sense in my head. It's girl math. You know what's also great? Maybe I'm cooking a bit. Maybe I'm making some uh, spicy vodka pasta. Mm. And I look and I forgot I'm all out of vodka. Don't worry. I can drizzle some Kettle One vodka straight to my door. Cal is in the middle of making me an espresso martini and we are out of uh, Kahlua coffee liqueur. Boom, drizzly. It's at the door. Also, it's fabulous for gift giving. You know, whether someone in your life is like, you know, getting married for a wedding, engagement gift. Birthdays. Birthdays. Truly a celebration of some sort. They, uh, they got a promotion. It's such a great way to give a celebrational gift. And then also it's fabulous. Not only if you want to get it to yourself and then bring it to like a party or something, you can actually send it to someone. You know, maybe your brother lives in Florida and he just got a promotion or mm -hmm. just got engaged. Boom, you can have it shipped there. Schedule it, ship it at their door. That's honestly my favorite thing to do because you know when it's your birthday and like if you get like, you know, a delivery and it makes your day, I would actually say that's the main way I use it for gifts for other people. 
especially those same day delivery. And then maybe Cocktails with Cal is whipping up some cocktails for us in the mm-hmm. kitchen. He's been very into uh, tequila old fashions, or I know you like an espresso martini with tequila. Well, we don't have any tequila. We ran out. <laughs> don't worry. We can get some Don Julio Reposado up in this house. And then also, you know, maybe uh, I want to relax and have like a delicious mint julep, something refreshing, mm. something to cleanse the palate. But we're all out of bourbon. It's okay. Don't worry. We can get some Bullet bourbon. It's honestly my go-to app for alcohol delivery, not even just myself, but as gifts. I think that's the main way I use it, honestly. Like if it's someone's birthday, again, I can forget things while I'm on it. Even if it's in my calendar, I'm like, shoot, I forgot it's so-and-so's birthday. You can just send it to them. There's nothing better than when it is your birthday or you are celebrating something and you get a delivery to your door. And it's like, wow, this person really thought of me. They remembered. They remembered. Also, don't forget, you guys must be 21 plus and not available in all locations. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there's no feeling like real. These days to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark. It will say Authenticity Guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it. They're making sure it's the real thing. Listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it's easy. Again, just look for that blue check mark and you know it's checked by real experts. Whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags, These are real people who really live for this. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. Nobody that I've ever met in my life loves eBay more than my dad. Really? He is on eBay 24-7, truly, for any gift, Father's Day, birthday, anything. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, eBay gift card. Mr. Cruz, I did not know this. He loves scouring through eBay to find deals, to find you know, shoes. He loves like nice shoes, nice golf clothes, anything that he could possibly want because he loves a deal. (laughs) And the authenticity guarantee is absolutely perfect for him so that he knows that he's getting what he's paying for. Well, now I know to get your dad gift cards for eBay. He loves. I had no idea. (laughs) Love it. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Being in your first relationship, what's like the biggest thing that you learned or what, what you took away from that? Um, I mean, I definitely learned a lot. Like I learned a lot about what I don't want in the future after being with that, my ex, like we had an amazing life and we did a lot of amazing things together, have so many great memories. But I think I just realized that like, I was so codependent and we were so codependent on each other, like moving forward, like I need to have like some semblance of independence. Like, yeah you can't just get with someone. And it, it was my first relationship and I was 23 years old. And you so got wifed up. Like you got, guys were like, it was immediate. super fast. Yeah. yeah. Like we went on three dates, went on a trip together, came back and we were basically together for like the next four years. I like yeah. moved in and, and then like, COVID too. And then and COVID yeah. happened. Yeah. And I always heard about that. Yeah. It was just like so like fast and hot and heavy. And it like really felt like, oh, well, this is just like real life. And then you kind of, or it just felt like this is what was this is life happen. now. Yeah. That's yeah. what's weird about breakups because you truly picture your life in like one way and then overnight it's 
you don't know the future and yeah. it feels so weird and scary, but exciting. And you're like, I don't know what to do. And I think you're the prime example of like, if Murph a year ago saw you today, oh, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't recognize no. you wouldn't. It, this was like literally around the time when we started to break up like one year ago. Like yeah. it's only been one year that we haven't been together, but I feel like I've changed so much, like physically, mentally, like I've just had like this, like to quote Hillary Duff metamorphosis. Yeah. <laughs> literally and so I think that it was really hard at first and luckily I have like amazing friends like you guys and my friend Brittany that were like there for me and like held me and like made me feel so good honestly Aaron came back from Ohio and stayed like right when we broke up for the first time like and it was just so nice to be surrounded by so many people it made it so much easier for me and then like once I was out of it I was like wait a minute this is like way better for me both situations of your breakup and coming out you're such a good example of this is the future and it's better like even though it's hard right now I just love that so much yeah I made a lot happen and a lot changed in like one year for me and I feel like so grateful for it like I was so nervous about change for a long time in my life because I was like oh change it's so scary it's so unknown but like when you boil it down and like when it actually happens you're just like growing and becoming a better version of yourself so I think yeah, it's hard, but it's definitely like worth it. Change can also be so gradual where you don't even like you feel like it's happening, but then it goes by so quickly and you look back like a, literally a year, you look back, you're like, who was that person? Yeah. That is yeah. so, I'm so happy for you. Like genuinely from the bottom of my heart, I'm Aww, so happy for thank you. Thank you, baby. We love you so much. I love you guys. Last thing that I wanted to talk to you because I was in the shower and I was like, what? Murph could bring so much to the pod and I know, what can we people can, learn? We can do multiple episodes and you need to come back because just your breakup alone, I feel like there's so much knowledge you have there coming out alone. I just feel like there's so much. So everyone like this video and comment if you want Murph to come back for season six. Agreed. Murph because, was at our launch party. Oh my yes. God, the yacht of PB. He yes. came to our first ever party. You've been, I mean, you've been around forever, but um, I wanted to talk about your work because we have a lot of people who are in aspiring influencers and micro influencers who listen to this podcast. Shout out to you guys. And do you want to explain what you do for work? I was going to say, people probably don't even know what you do. No, yeah. I, but, but I feel like you could offer so much uh, just wisdom to them. Oh it girl, God. socialite. Yes, What's literally. It like? You guys no <laughs> <laughs> that's me that's me um no so i am a partnerships manager for a hair care company mm -hmm. based in la um and i also just took on doing our pr which has been really yes, exciting yes he did Woo! yeah but you're often working on campaigns with influencers like you do, you do a lot of influencer marketing yeah that's like my main like bread and butter i do a lot of influencer marketing a lot of like micro influencer partnerships ugc partnerships i do a lot of like content planning and things like that and it's great. I mean, I love it. It's the company I work for is called Eastlawn. Shout out. Oh, we're giving. Yes. Yes. Shout Come out Eastlawn. Come on, Eastlawn. Yeah. But I do think that you could give so many, like a whole perspective to aspiring content creators or influencers brands, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Listening. Uh, what do you look for when you are picking people for campaigns? I mean, it really boils down to like either like their content style, if it like fits with our brand, like, Oh, do we think that there's synergy between like the content they're creating and our brand? Can they incorporate it seamlessly and things like that? And then obviously like engagement, like mm -hmm. we want to see how many likes you're getting on videos and things like that. And, you know, I think a lot of times when looking for content creators or influencers, UGC partners, like I think it's all about like communication. Like if they're like quick to respond and like eager to like work with the brand, it makes me want to work with them not only one time, but like as many times as possible, put them in every possible Just campaign easy to work with, yeah. because they're easy to work with. They submit things on time. If they have questions, they ask like, 
I think that is like kind of like an unspoken thing that people don't necessarily realize. Like Mm. brands want to be reached out to by influencers and content creators. Like we want to like field your emails. And like, if you're really interested in partnering with us, or even if you're like not necessarily interested, but like you want to like make money, like that's an easy way to like get to the brand. And would you say like the best way is for someone to email and just be like, hi, I love your product. I'd like to try your product. I'd, I'm also open to doing collaborations. Yeah, just okay. email, see if there's any campaigns that are coming up or honestly, like a lot of like DMs, like if you DM the brand, like most of the time they'll put you in touch with the partnerships manager. So just reach out to the brand via DM, say, hey, I'm interested in creating content for your brand or like any future campaigns that you have. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like nine times out of 10 brands will like send you over to their partnerships manager who will then be able to place you in campaigns that they see fit. See, that's what's interesting. I think a lot of people forget that there's the social media manager who runs the account. Mm -hmm. They pretty much forward for the most part, depending how big or small the business is to someone else who will then execute that. So it can't hurt to reach out. Like it can't hurt just to say, hey, we'd love to work with you instead of assuming like, oh, they're, they're so big. They would never, you know what I mean? And I think that's such a good example of that. Yeah, no, I think it's like major for people, especially like if you're on the smaller end, like a lot of like my job is like looking for like larger scale influencers to do like bigger long-term partnerships with, but also like we're running campaigns all the time. So like if you reach out to us, and you're interested and like, we think you're a good fit. It's going to be so easy to put you into one of our campaigns that's already existing. And then I don't have to like reach out. Like, it's like you came to us and you're going to fit. And then we can kind of just place you in a campaign that works. Do you have, obviously this is just your opinion, but do you have any like do's and don'ts that you, or anything that you say like, Oh, that'd be a red flag for if I got an email and someone said this, like anything for people to be aware of? Hmm. Um, I think that's a really good question. I think a lot of times when I'm getting people that are reaching out to me, I will just do like, I'll go into their Instagram. Like I would say always include like a media kit, like in your first email, reach out. Like that is something that I find so grateful. Like just like a breakdown of your demographics, it makes things so much easier. And then like include all of your social links that you would potentially want to partner with. And then like, if you have an idea for content, I think that's always amazing. Like if you send over a concept, I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. This person like sat down, thought about it sent over everything that we need to put them in a a campaign and they have an idea of how to integrate the product into one of their pieces of content. I think that's something that's like amazing for a brand to see. Also sell yourself. It shows that they respect your time because what's the point of having two back and forth emails before you send all that? It's like have everything up front and that way if it's just an email saying, Hey, we'd love to work with you. Like you're not going to reply to that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well what, in what way, what capacity, what channel, like if you like are specific with your outreach, I think that is like so major for the partnerships manager. It just kind of like allows them to, you know, place you in exactly like, okay, you came super prepared. This Mm -hmm. is like what you're going to bring to the table. And then, you know, let's negotiate price and get the content live. And it like hopefully sets the precedent that they're going to be easier to work with too for the actual campaign. I have a question, one last question. I don't even know if you can answer this, but I know a big question amongst content creators currently that are managing themselves is how do they find their rate? And also like how to negotiate. Do you have any tips on that for anybody? I know that's like, so like such a hot topic, especially because like we work with a lot of micro influencers that are managing themselves. And so a lot of times they'll ask what the campaign budget is. Mm -hmm. And then once we'll send over like the budget for the entire campaign, whatever it is, they'll then send over a rate that they find or they think is reasonable. I think, okay. I think if you send over a rate and 
like lay out everything that you're going to do, like the deliverables, if there's any exclusivity or like, um, you know, whitelisting opportunities, if you lay all of that out and in justify it in the email, I think a lot of times the partnerships manager is going to be like, okay, they've really taken the time to think about this, Mm -hmm. what they're worth. And then, you know, they'll try to negotiate obviously, but I think like, just make sure you lay it all out there and lay out what you're going to do and make it seem like this is the value for the content that I'm creating. Even if you're a smaller creator and you're listening and you don't know what usage is, you don't know what exclusivity is or even whitelisting, like research those because those are other ways you can still earn more money. Totally. And I feel like that's just one way, like you said, it shows you know what you're doing when Mm -hmm. you know these terms that are being used. I also have one more thing. Uh, I feel like a lot of the time, like right now I was just talking more so about brand deals, but you, UGC is a huge thing. If you guys Mm -hmm. don't know what UGC is, it's user generated content. So people will make their own content and then basically you guys will pay for that. Exactly. How do you find the distinction of like hiring people for UGC and hiring for campaigns? Usually if it's like for like an influencer campaign where they're going to be influencing, we're giving them like a UTM or a promo code. They'll have to like, you know, have a certain amount of followers, a certain amount of engagement, and then we'll pay them upfront or the content that they're creating, essentially. For UGC partners, it's really different. A lot of times, it's like people that don't have a lot of followers, but like really care about the craft of content. And they're just good at it. And they're just good at it. So we'll have a lot of people reach out to us about doing UGC. And I think it's like really lucrative for people to do UGC. I know people who it's their full-time thing. Yeah. Yeah. I see like a lot of TikTokers are like, Rachel, UGC creator. Mm -hmm. So like, will people send you, like if they made like a really beautiful TikTok, will they send it to you in an email and be like, you can use this if you want to pay for it? Or like, do you collaborate, like talk first and then they make it? The latter. We'll usually talk first and we'll like get connected via Instagram or they'll reach out to us or we have like tools that we use like creator.co and things like that where they can like opt into like UGC specific campaigns. Cool. Okay. We'll, you know, agree on a rate or whatever it is. And then like we'll pay them for usage rights for X amount of months or however Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of like with TikTok, like being a major platform now, like the content lifespan is so short. So you're always needing new, new UGC content. Yeah. Oh, I see the same UGC ads and I'm like, I've seen this. Yeah. Are you getting the makeup brushes right now? I'm I keep getting, getting makeup I get brushes. So I'm many. like, not interested, not <laughs> interested. I'm Dang. just like, I have enough makeup brushes. That, that has, this is a whole side combo, but it could be so interesting. Like a UGC creator slowly turning into an influencer and having to switch to the other side yeah, in that sense. Because yeah. it's like, you end up do grow, growing a following. I kind of see it more like freelance where it's like, hey, I'll, I'll take this photo and you can use it and post it and do whatever yeah. versus you being like, Hey, Alicia, take this photo because you, by you posting it, people will make sales yeah. like, of the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this was so fun. I love that. We talked about blacking out and you coming out and, uh, the work thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be so fun if you guys liked all this. I, I feel like I just, I learned so much about just you and also like work things. I think it'd be so fun for Ollie to come on because we could talk about our stories, but then also two of our friends that have worked on the brand side. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's such good information to all of our listeners that are aspiring content creators, but we'll get to that one day. Thank you for coming on, baby. We love you. It was so fun. Everyone go follow Murph. Yes. Anything you want to say to anyone listening or watching? Um, This was so fun. I would love to come back anytime. Thank you for having me. And if anyone is like nervous about coming out or anything like that, DM me. I promise I'll reply. And um, yeah, there's people out there for you. We love you. Love you so much. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.